Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Who fears I have horses with people problems? Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Thanks to Pete for holding down the fort last week while we were off in Kentucky. First of all, I want to say congratulations to Mage. Uh, really, really impressive race. Wow. Uh, didn't race as a two-year-old. Uh, won an allowance race, blossomed at the right time, and um, beat everybody else. Wasn't even on my radar, except that I did get an email while I was in Kentucky from Showcase Properties from Valerie to say that this horse was an Ocala grad after all from Becky Thomas at Sequel and we did not have it originally as an Ocala Connect. We didn't know about it. So congrats to all connections. Um, we're going to have a really great interview, kind of impromptu and unplanned with one of the co-owners of this horse who's owned by 391 people. Wow. And one of the main co-owners is Ramiro Restrepo who actually walked past me in Wagner's Pharmacy in the restaurant with a mage hat on the day before the derby and I went oh look mage there were a couple of signs but anyway <laughs> I miss them and my betting career is over <laughs> but congrats and thank you to the sponsors of our special derby coverage that we aired um, we're very grateful to Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care for making that possible and the other sponsors um, we had of course Equus in Equus Television who aired and edited for us all weekend long uh, and also Showcase Properties Seminole Feed and Larson Hay and I may as well throw in thank you so much to beautiful Betsy Bavakwa who put up Ooh. with me and my shenanigans all weekend long um, she got to meet famous Harley and look at her in her beauty beautiful dress and hat what a gorge she was quite beautiful uh for the for the races but she got to meet harley and she laughed she goes harley makes everybody look skinny but betsy you don't need any help with that you're slim and and you look absolutely beautiful but there she is with michael Bo yates really funny connection there he actually uh, will be on the show later with an interview we chatted to him 10 minutes before Darth vader went up for the race and um as soon as I saw him, I turned the corner. I said, I know you. And he's like, from Tag Shack. And Betsy knows him because he gets all his hay in Ocala and drives it all the way to Miami. Wow. Larson Hay yes. going to Miami. Yes. So actually, this horse, Darth Vader, was, has, really, has been training on the finest hay in <laughs> the world, I might add. So um, that was a really cool connect there with him. So it was so funny because when we, I told her I was looking for Michael Bo Yates's barn, she's like, is he known as Bo Yates? And I said, well, I think so. And she goes, 
that might be our Bo Yates. And I said, well, let's go and find out. So we did. Which is really cool. Very cool. Um, so um, Pete's going to talk a little derby to me in a minute. He's got a few questions derby. for me. Not dirty, derby. Uh, derby. <laughs> but I want to mention Cody's Wish. For those of you who've been following Cody's Wish, um, uh, back two and three years ago, maybe, the parents of a little boy called Cody, I say little, he was about 14 or 15 then, um, wanted to do something special for him because he was born with Hirschhorn syndrome. Uh, this is Cody's wish here on the day after the race, um, having a little lovings. Uh, really cool, cool horse. Um, really, really neat, neat horse. Uh, but um, this little boy was about 14, and, and Make-A-Wish came in to do something for him because they did not think he was going to be with us much longer. And his wish was to go to Keeneland and meet some racehorses. So they took him to Keeneland and then Gainsborough Farm in Kentucky offered to have him and his family come to the farm. And they brought the horses out. And when they did, Cody's Wish, who was unnamed at the time, came out with those horses. And this horse put his head, and they have a video of it, in Cody's lap in the wheelchair. And Cody was born with this Hirschhorn syndrome where he can't talk. He has to type everything into an iPad. And then the voice comes out with what he is saying. And that's how he communicates. And he can't walk. He's in a wheelchair. And he has followed all of Cody's Wishes races. He was at the Breeders' Cup. And during the race, just before the race or just after the race, I'm not sure which, Cody's Wish saw Cody and actually went up to him and put his head in the little boy's the young man's uh, wheelchair, the young man's 17 now, and has apparently since he met this horse, he's just had this desire and will to continue to be here with his family. And it's changed his life and he's excited about every single race. And Cody, Cody's wish saw Cody, went out and ran his race, won by four and three quarter lengths. And everybody said he did it for Cody. And there wasn't a dry eye in the place. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> way, yeah. So, um, and then his dad during an interview said, Cody's wish gave Cody the will to go on and live and gave Cody the legs that he never had. Wow. to run on so on that note let's stop crying shall we <laughs> um it's like the coolest story in racing so i just want to share that with you and i wanted to go meet him at bill mott's barn so uh, that worked out really well i got to go meet him and and say well done to him um while we're on sad topics we may as well stay on a sad topic um glad about one thing though magic always lights up everything um, bless her heart, um, the young lady that died in a rotational fall last week. Um, we talked about her. They actually had a celebration of life for her at World Equestrian Center, and they asked Magic to come and um, attend as a special guest and to be a comfort to the family. And Magic is a comfort. So bless her. And these photos were taken by Gentle Carousel, uh, miniature therapy horses, and Magic's just, she knows, you know. She just knows. She's just magic. She's amazing. So thank you very much to Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses of 501C3 who do so much for our community and were there for that special celebration of life. Um, so the derby was, oh, wow, it was, um, it was a lot. <laughs> it, was, um, it was ups and downs. We went, you know, of course, I mentioned last week, we went to the Land Rover three-day event. We were able to see a bunch of our CEP partners that we love. Saw Philip. Um, for Philip, yes, and with Kirsten, that was wonderful. And um, 
Betsy and uh, Georgia had a beautiful reunion and we got to meet all sorts of new people and and connect with so many amazing people so that was great and then we went on to the derby and of course the derby was surrounded by um, some tragedies throughout that week which you know our hearts are absolutely break for anybody and for the horses anytime there's any incident and I'm not I'm not saying that this, believe me, this is not a, this is where we need the little um, disclaimer running along the bottom of the screen. <laughs> I, I am not by any means discounting any of that or saying it's not a big deal, but statistically more horses die in paddock accidents than they do at the racetrack. And as hard as that might be to believe, it's the absolute facts. If you look up the statistics, more horses running around in a field fall in a hole or take a bad step and snap a leg than ever do at the racetrack. But we don't center that. We focus on, of course, the world stage, which is the Kentucky Derby. And I know that Churchill Downs does everything they can um, within their power, at least, to keep horses safe. And we always pray for every horse to have a safe trip. And we don't like any kind of breakdowns. We don't want to hear about it. Um, it's very upsetting. Um, the turf course seemed to be causing a problem. And I know that that's being um, looked into to figure out why and what's going on. The two mysterious deaths um, from the trainer, Safi Joseph, Churchill Downs, um, insisted, of course, by state law that there are necropsies done. Nothing was found on either necropsy and nothing was found on any blood work. Um, that doesn't mean there wasn't foul play on the trainer's part or even on an outside entity. Um, and we don't know that. So, uh, of course, that's that's still up for, for further investigation. However, Churchill Downs immediately suspended that trainer and did not allow him to run his derby horse or to run in any other races in the utmost of precautions. Um, so hats off to them for doing that, because even though Safi Joseph may be completely innocent of anything, we like to see that everything is taken care of. I got the wrap-up sign, so we have to go to break. Um, and Dr. Kayot will be with us talking about colic surgery, so stay with us. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by horsemen, for horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports, and in the safety of our horses. The future is here, and the future is Lipchip.
experience the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax. From spacious rooms to extended stay suites, each room is unique, just like you. Don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either, and your fairy friend is welcome too. Elwood has cozy beds, yummy treats, and snuggles too. Elwood is more than a landing place. It's a tribute to a contemporary Southern lifestyle, a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care with Dr. Adam Kayot. And we are going to talk a little bit about when colic is necessary, uh, when colic surgery is necessary and the different procedures and kind of the potential of a good outcome with that. Um, Dr. Kayot, talk to us a little bit about colic and when it happens, when it gets to the point that surgery is necessary, the horse has to come to the clinic, um, some of those potential procedure and prognosis outcome, etc. So as an ambulatory practitioner, when we go out and see a colic, which is obviously a very common thing that we deal with, um, the number one thing that I do to determine does this horse need to go in to a referral facility or not is response to pain management. So typically we give them, give them non-steroidal, banamine typically, um, and sedate them. And we like to see how long it takes for that to, you know, take effect. Obviously if it takes effect, it takes about, you give it intravenously, it takes effect in probably about 20 minutes or so. But once it starts taking effect, how long does that last? Um, the number, so the number one, referral indicator is response to pain management. If they're, if you sedate them and they, you know, they're comfortable pretty much after that, the rest of the day, then that is not an indicator that that horse probably needs to go in for referral. If that horse, you sedate them, you treat them, and then all of a sudden, a half hour later, an hour later, the horse is painful again. And depending on the level of pain, I mean, some of them can be very painful, um, where they're, you know, laying down, rolling, you know, they can't stand up. Those are obviously situations that uh, would warrant a referral. Um, so that's number one. Once they get to the hospital, they can do some further diagnostics that they're a little bit easier than in the field, like ultrasound in their you know, intestines to see, see, you know, see if they have that sort, see if they have a intussusception or if they have a nephrosplenic entrapment or different things like that that they can, they can see that way. Again, at the hospital, same thing. Does this horse need, need to go to on the surgery table? 
response to pain management. If they're able to um, sedate the horse and the horse stays comfortable for an extended period of time, and we're talking several hours, then that's probably not um, a surgery situation acutely. If that continues for a day or so, then you're going to say, well, hey, we need to open this horse up and find out what's going on. Obviously, there's different there's different things, you know, when you get in there. If, if, if it's just an impaction, um, those surgeries are pretty successful. You open it up, you take, you know, down here we go to sand impaction or something like that. Take the sand out, stitch the, stitch the uh, intestine back up, and you're good to go. The, the thing that gets a little worrisome are, you know, um, where the bowel's been twisted and it's dead because it's lost blood supply. And then you have to reattach the bowel. So you cut out the dead part and then you reattach the bowel back together. How big of a section could that be? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, horses have 30 some feet. I don't remember exactly how many feet they have. A lot of feet of, of, of intestine. Um, certainly, Several feet can be taken out. I would say if you're getting upwards of close to 10, you're probably, it's probably not a good situation at all. But and it could be like It could be a lot more, a obviously. Wow. If that's the case, then, then you're probably going to recommend euthanasia at that point. Um, because colic surgery and when you have a, a resection is what it's called, um, it's hard on them. Uh, they, they'll typically lose weight. Obviously, the, the older the horse is, the more difficult it is for them to recover. They'll lose weight for a while. It's obviously a stressful situation. So the horse has to be, in my mind, has to be kind of in the in the sweet window of age and you know and, and, and how things are going to go after. Obviously, younger ones that have surgery and have to have a resection, the prognosis is much better than the older ones that that may have to have one. Um, certainly, it's great. It's greater than fifty percent survival, and and um, with with um, with a resection, certainly with, a, uh, you know, um, impaction or nephrosplenic entrapment where they just have to take this, take the uh, intestine back out from where it was up, you know, those, those have, those are very high uh, um, probability of success. So, um, you know, colic surgery is always uh, a little scary, certainly. Um, you never know a lot of times what, what you're going to find, find right. uh, until you get in there. And, um, you know, we, we can help a lot. Um, so you just got to be, you know, you just got to be smart. Obviously, it's an expensive endeavor. And there's a lot, a lot of things to consider when, when saying, yes, let's do surgery or not do surgery for a colic patient. And then for a ruptured intestine, there is? So a ruptured intestine is, is just about as bleak as it can get. Um, horses do not do well with peritonitis and, and infection in the peritoneum. That's the area where the guts hang out. Um, they don't do well at all. Certainly, there are there are cases of horses that have had peritonitis and recovered. Um, that's not many. You know, the, the majority of horses um, will um, will pass when they get peritonitis because it's it's a it's a bad thing. So if you get a rupture, then there isn't not, a surgical option. It's not really a surgical option at that point. No, um, that's pretty much the you know the end point as far as that goes. Um, they so become septic after it. They become it. septic or sick, sick as dogs. Yeah, it, you know, and then organs start shutting down and, you know, they die. So um, pretty much ruptures and those sorts of things when the horse is ruptured. That's, that's unfortunately, that's the end of the road. And a lot of times it can happen and you don't know it. It can happen, especially in older horses, just out of the blue. I've had it happen one time um, on a young horse. They, she, 
she got kicked in the in the abdomen by one of her uh, field mates, ruptured. Um, so those are always dramatic and, and sad stories. Um, but um, hopefully, you get treated early enough, you can help prevent those sorts of things from happening. And with age, naturally, I'm sure the intestine becomes a lot weaker. Absolutely, yeah. Just like anything, you know, as as the horse ages, um, things tissues aren't as good as they used to be. You know, so. Um, that's more of a concern. And, and a lot of times, unfortunately, those older horses, they tend to be very stoic a lot of times. So you may not know that they're in distress because they're just quiet and they're stoic. And, and, uh, and then and suddenly can things can get bad. all of a sudden, you know, you look at them and their gums are purple and, you know, they're toxic. And that's, you know, that's the end of the line. Very good. Thank you. you Dr. Adam Kayot with Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show. Dr. K out always does such a great job, colic surgery. Ooh. Hopefully you never need it. So, since Pete's been talking derby to me, <laughs> um, I have a gift for him oh for holding boy. down the fort for me oh. last week. And um, it's a really nice 149 glass. And mm. I love these because on the back, it has all of the Horses, horses that have won the derby oh so, wow yeah thank you yeah isn't that nice that's nice so that way you can look and see you know i have who to get my glasses and, and <laughs> i know right i mean you do it's really difficult this is why we have american pharaoh up here too by the way because american pharaoh was the first horse to win the triple crown in 37 years and it'll be interesting to see if we're going to have another triple crown winner this year um of course justify did not run to and won a a lower grade allowance race and then won the Kentucky Derby and won the Triple Crown. So, you know, it's entirely possible that uh, this horse, Mage, could do the same thing. So we'll wait and see whether or not we're going to have a Triple Crown winner again, right? Coming back after this, we have a really impromptu chance to chat to one of the owners of Mage right after winning the Derby. So we hope you enjoy it. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Even grade one status at Kentucky Derby, it's part of your dream, it's part of your process. When you draft the player, you want to draft a Hall of Fame or a difference maker for your organization. You'd be lying, kidding to yourself, saying, oh, of course, I knew it, but... We, we, thought, we thought he was a special horse. I mean, we went over budget just because we, we, we had a, six, a gut feeling amongst ourselves to go for it. So. And at, at that point, you didn't know who I was going to end up owing him. You had not put together the partnerships when you bought him. No, just Gustav and myself. And so, do you know all the different ownership entities, or were some of them brought in other people, or no, how did it work? Myself. Uh, a couple, three years ago, Gustavo Sr who's been wanting to raise his profile. He's come over here from Venezuela and he's always had a small, you know, boutique, 30 horse, 25 horse stable, and it has achieved grade one wins. He's achieved grade one placings in the Travers and Florida Derby, and yet still has not broken through to attract more clients. Myself, competing as a lower level owner, but at the same time being a bloodstock agent, wanting to raise my profile to attract more clients to allow me to buy racehorses, more racehorses of higher quality. We decided to join forces and we've been going to the sales domestically and internationally and, you know, trying to get horses to compete and and see if that creates a little buzz. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing how sometimes these types of plans come together and, and, and work out. What's your biggest success before yesterday? So th there is uh, the concept of, of pin hooking, which yeah, oh, sure. you, you, know, oh, yeah. you buy and resell horses. I bought a yearling uh, September of 2018 for 160000 And then the following spring in March of 2019, he sold for 850000 And amazingly, by November of that year, that horse ended up winning the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. His name was Structor. Yeah, yeah. And sure. that kind of within racing circles gave me a little bit of credibility. And Jeff Turan, Don Rachel, and Chad Brown were amazing to let me be a part of the ride by inviting me. You know, Paddock Pass for the Breeders' Cup, and uh, Chad let me, you know, let me to the barn and give me little updates about the horses he was coming along in his career. And then when he retired, I was blessed for the opportunity by by Jeff, Chad, and, and Don to sell him to Japan. Or the opportunity to sell them as a stallion prospect and I was able to right. sell them to Japan. So that created a little bit of a little bit of waves and it gives you the confidence that and I bought it with my partner Joe Pickerel out of Ocala. It gives us the confidence the confidence to say we're looking at something and you're identifying talent. And that was the 
you're, you're saying in the press conference that you wanted, you know, you're looking for something to bring more attention to your uh, buttstock work and to uh, Gustavo's training ability. Put in perspective, you win the greatest race in America. <laughs> that's a good way to yeah, get your a, name on the jump map. Start. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a testament to everyone's uh, work, you know? Gustavo and Junior's a young kid, good-looking guy in his early 30s. He could be out partying, chasing girls, having a blast. Instead, the guy is living in the barn 22 hours a day, you know? I mean, when you're, when you're, uh, and and they, they were successful family, you know, economically, they're well off. Junior could be a playboy having a great time. And instead, he's li living in the barn. You know, uh, this is a dream for everyone. It's a labor of love, isn't it? I mean, we see these everybody up at three in the morning at the barn at the crack of dawn in long days, and it's truly a labor of love. We've seen that a lot. You know, anyone who's, you, you lose way more than you win. The, the, the lows are, you know, knockout blows and the victories. Yeah. I mean, the victories is what carries you to the next step. and. You know, you surround yourself with amazing people because it's so easy to say, oh, I was at the sale and I picked them out and now I'm, you know, the beauty queen of the moment. But <laughs> Moises, JJ, Legato rising in the morning while we've been here, uh, Brian, who's been helping us out, Kina over there, who I, I tease so much, but she's been helping us here in Kentucky so much last year during the year, part of our barn. They're just as important from top to bottom, the team that we've put together, the support from everyone when it comes together, like those comics like Voltron or Power Rangers, and you guys all come together and create a special thing. It's, it's Ramir, bananas. Ramir, what's it, just a real quick snapshot on you. How old are you and where did you grow up and how'd you get into this? Sure, I'm a fifth generation horseman. Mm -hmm. uh, my grandpa came, came here in the late 60s, 68 from, from Colombia when the racetracks there closed. Okay. Uh, he was, a, first he started as a jockey in 1930, all the way through uh, his passing in, in uh, 1999. Uh, he always said, I was born on the track, I'm gonna die on the track. We put in 60 years at Naira, working in every capacity. Okay, all right. From uh, hot walker, to groom, to foreman, to assistant trainer, to trainer, to being an owner. My two uncles trained at Naira and Finger Lakes for probably as old as the eighth pole over there and with, with super small strings of a handful of horses I was born into. Luckily, my mother uh, was the youngest of that group. So when she went to college here, met my father, got us into horse ownership. So I was lucky to kind of experience another aspect of the business of you know being the setup of horse owners. We never achieved anything, you know, we maybe ran a couple graded stakes races and sub we won some allowances, but we never, you know, made it. But, you know, the dedication to the sport is the other side of the coin. You give your life to this. You know, my family, it's the time spent, the hours committed to the horse. You know, uh, people in some capacities live paycheck to paycheck in their own, you know, professional careers and the horses for us. You don't even know how many times a, a victory or a placing that paycheck of that purse bailed you out or oh, sure. brought you out through a, a special moment in time and you know the, the big races get the glamour and the glitz but it's it, what the horses do for people is unbelievable and uh, I got to experience that from a very young age so I'm 
44 years old. I've been living in Miami since I was five. Okay. Four, years, ask, yeah. four or five years old. Uh, grew up Calder, Hialeah, Gulfstream. Those are my playgrounds. Uh, even the New York tracks, when I go visit my dad, my parents split up, so when I go visit my dad, Saratoga, every summer, you know, I think I've missed three Saratogas in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, Belmont. Uh, my earliest memory, like Caveat, 83, Belmont. Swale, 84, Chief's Crown, John Henry, Ferdinand. I mean, those were my cartoons. So uh, for me, it's like a reality that it's like a dream, a dream and a fantasy becomes reality, you know, that, that you were able to make a career out of this and <laughs> that, that, you, that you can think of all these derby, like <laughs> you can think of all these derby races and how you're going to say that I'm going to go to the museum or something and see my name on the, <laughs> on the thing. It's like, what? You're in. Yeah, it's man. like, careful what you wish for, right? It's insane. <laughs> I mean, just wild the streets, right? <laughs> so, since I'm working for the Maryland Jockey Club the next two weeks, what about the Preakness? Did y'all discuss that last night? No. Look. <laughs> I mean, I have to start bringing out the cliche book, right? Oh, I, mean, I know. <laughs> no, but look, in all sincerity, Gustavo and, and Senior, in the end, this be, this is their show. Right. We're all passengers. <laughs> Mage and Gustavo and Senior and, and, and Junior, they're going to go over the horse. The horse comes, takes, he's taking us from race to race. We never push them or force them to, to do anything that he didn't want to do. We put the horse before, up, before but, us. I mean, is it probably a fair characterization? If the horse is doing 100%. well, yeah. he'll go on to yeah, Baltimore. I mean, Unless yeah. there's a reason not to go, he'll go. Right, yeah. right. Um, and briefly, I know you guys went over it a little bit last night, but why he didn't race it too? No, it was just uh, this timing on the calendar. He was a, a May purchase at the two-year-old right. sale. We always give the horses a month and a half, two months off just to power up after uh, after the two-year-old sale, which is, you know, it's, it's just like the NFL combine. Right. It's, it's quite the process. We always give him a little time to power up. And Gustavo's not a, a guy who says, my horses are, have to run at Saratoga or... You know, any high-profile tool race, we'll just let it happen. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now, here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Barton! She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Could have been ready to run by, you know, end of October, early November. He was fit enough to run, but the weather here in Kentucky was starting to get, you know, rainy and damp, and the track, a lot of off-tracks, and for your first start, you want to try to have the conditions as ideal as possible, especially when you're two. And Miami is home for all of us, but we do split the racing calendar between Kentucky and Miami. So just at that border, we were like, maybe it's time just to go home. We're, we're, we're winter birds, you know, let's just go back home and hit the reset button. It's not like we're in a rush for anything anyway. So there was never a setback, no physical ailments. There was never a problem. It was just a timing thing. And, you know, obviously the condition books for Gulfstream, we always know there's a big maiden special on Pegasus Day. Right. And Gustavo Sr., has a flair for big days. He loves to participate on big days. And um, he circled that race on the calendar and, 
you know. Now well, that I'm, now that you pass the, the the Derby successfully, the fact that he is lightly raced does it start playing in your favor? I mean, he's fresh. I mean, he's not over the top. I mean, as far as looking to yeah. I mean, from from the from day one. He wasn't worked, he didn't have the amount of stressful works or pressure put on him in the morning, even for his debut. So the races get him into fitness. We, there's always like the joke that, oh, this was a first time starter, but he's probably run 20 times in the morning already in company and, and, and in bullet works and more strenuous works and he's been brought along. So it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice that uh, the races are getting him more and more fit and you know, Gustavo for the mile and a quarter, mile three sixteenths, mile and a half races, it's his strength as a trainer. So it's it's uh it's kind of all playing along. You're uh, you're clearly and I and I love it and I think everyone does to see how much emotion there is. Um, and for our listeners, especially who are horse lovers before anything else, it would be lovely just to hear like about the love of the horse, you know, the personality of the horse and, and how he obviously is, you know, he comes first and that's most important. And, and we can see that. We love that. Oh, thank you. I mean, they're the most no- noble servants uh, on the planet, man. The horses give you everything they got. And uh, this boy has changed our lives overnight. So... Uh, how, how much more thankful could you be? I know, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Thank pretty, you for sharing that he with us. Pretty, he's, not a mean, he's not a mean horse. He's not an aggressive horse, but he's not a puppy, pet me, love me guy either. You give him some peppermints, <laughs> and he likes the girls a little more. He might bet but he's relatively a, a, serious, a serious guy and, 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 and just into himself and takes care of himself. And I mean, do you think about that? That, I mean, justify... How rare it is for a horse to win in, in modern times justifies only one in their fourth career start. And, and you know, the whole thing with the unraced two-year-olds. But, you know, the rare company that he is in, beyond being just a derby winner, I mean, just how the statistics he got to. I mean, it's just these types of milestones are just things that you're just digesting as the information comes to you. What are you going to say? Like, it's... It's bananas. We're all here, just like we did it. You know what I mean? Like I'm still trying to, like, there's a, there's a, I have to watch this replay every time, and, and he wins every race. You know? <laughs> he never, he never does not win. So it's, the, it's just the coolest feeling, and these types of facts, you just, you can just sit back and, you know, you dream of those, of, of those being in that the pantheon of those horses, and you're like, <laughs> it happened. But you know, nothing can be. I, I cannot stress enough. The, the importance of, of the barn, the tr- Gustavo Sr. and Jr., and everyone down, even Rene, who takes care of him back home. Moises, who's like our, our, our lead barn groom for the big days he travels. He, he was with Bill Mott for many years. Even Ralph Nix, uh, who's a trainer on a golf show that worked for Bill for many years, called me and said, please, Candido and Moises is over here. Send them my love, send them my thanks. Those are some top guys. JJ Legato, who gets on him every morning. Gustavo Sr. and Junior, who who lay it, you know, just lay it down and giving their, giving their everything for this stuff. Those are the guys that, you know, 
I'm just, I just love the cameras and express myself and my English was great. Thankfully, I was born here. <laughs> I'm blessed to have a lot of amazing relationships. I, I do have a, besides my, I do a little bit of everything, but I have a role with the sales company facing Tipton, which is where we ended up buying the horse at. But, and I have a, a lot of lovely relationships for here and, and all over the world. I've, I've been blessed to do business in the bloodstock capacity in 12 countries. So you have a reach, a network, Rolodex or whatever of a lot of people from a lot of different places and when you want to create special things you can reach out to a lot of interesting people and Sam Herzberg of Sterling Racing he's from Miami but now he lives in uh, in Southern Cal goes back and forth uh, he's in real estate he's a real estate maven over there and he jumped in right away he, he had uh, a derby started 10 years ago and unfortunately um, had a, 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 a morning the day before the race had a, a morning setback that had to scratch as well so he's been chasing the derby yeah, the horse is called Black Onyx he's been chasing the derby dream faith is another reason why we do this you know the, 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 the dream the faith the hope and, and, and Chase and, and Sam and Brian jumped in and you know they're just as important to the equation because this is like a it's like it's like those, those maps you know you have to put all those little pieces of the puzzle together for the team to come through and it's such a wide, diverse cast of characters in this barn and we all come together for this moment and the horse is the, you know, the crown jewel of, the, of everything. Uh, with Facing Tipton, my role specifically is the South American, Latin American, Caribbean market and Gulfstream with Ocala. So you really start developing relationships with the local horsemen there. Um, and Gustavo, when he won the test with Paola Queen, um, we really had, you know, started to, the relationship started, you know, just in a friendly terms and how a bunch of relationships just through, you know, conversations and just uh, small talk. And that continues where, you know, make grab a lunch and, you know, you just, anytime you develop a relationship. And uh, three years ago, we were at a horse sale and we sat down, you know, for for lunch, and we kind of both looked at each other and saw a lot of things and, and what we wanted to achieve and how we wanted to forward ourselves in, in our careers and our paths. And we came to a, a working relationship, an agreement to say, hey, let's join forces and see where this can go, you know, and geez, three years later, here, here we are. Did you wake up and pinch yourself this morning? <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if I am awake or if I'm still dreaming. I, I, we're just here, just just watching this and taking it all in. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you for your time so much. We really appreciate it. I don't even know where anything is. The fact that I'm here and as much as I love him, because he's the big dog. <laughs> That's my girlfriend. Aww. I love her. So. Uh, we were we were watching. <laughs>
uh, we, we got were, caught. We got caught watching. Uh, that was just, it was an impromptu. Uh, media was due at nine. We were there at 7.30 and... And Louisa got her interview. We just got blessed <laughs> with, uh, with the impromptu of hearing from Romero, really, right from his heart, you know, and he shared with us the, the love of the horse and how the horse matters and how every team member matters and how the mints matter and how he loves the media and and wants to share these stories so and, um, and i heard stories from you that you set him up for when the big news people came in he was actually throwing your lines labor of love yep but you know it really is and, and if you've been in the backside of the track ever and spent some time with the grooms and the riders you really see the heart uh behind all of it and and there's a lot of love there i'm going to tell you for the for the skepticals there's a lot of love so um speaking of a lot of love got to see my old friend bo yates was a customer of mine and ocala's mark cassie and even though they didn't win the race both of them are the real deal so we're going to share those with you next thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the horse talk show palm chevrolet your hometown chevy experience thank you to our tv broadcast sponsor larson farms idaho's finest alfalfa also thank you to supporting sponsors nirvana medical spa tt distributors summit joint performance Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first. Providing air conditioner repair, installation, and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. So Mark Cassie had Wonder Wheel, who won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, and we thought she was going to win the Oaks. She was the favorite. She didn't, but she ran a heck of a race, and she's a heck of a horse. So here's our little chance to chat to Hall of Famer Mark Cassie before the race. Television with Ocala's Mark Cassie. We definitely uh, like to claim him as ours uh, for a number of reasons, but because he's always a star and always has some of the most incredible horses. Uh, does an amazing job training them. Wonder Wheel, of course, who we followed at the Breeders' Cup, juvenile Phillies winner last year here at the Oaks, now getting pretty excited as tomorrow's big day. Mark, thank you for spending a few minutes because I know you're really busy. We always appreciate it. Oh, always love talking to you. Tell us a little bit about how, uh, how she's doing. I, don't, I, I couldn't be more pleased. I thought she trained really good this morning. Everybody's asking me, uh, what you know, what what I'm thinking, and I said, this is the best way I can tell you. So uh, Tina, my wife, was showing me her derby dress with her hat and her oaks dress, and her derby dress was much fancier than her oaks dress. And I said, I want to wear your derby dress. <laughs> That's really good advice. Yes. <laughs> hey, maybe I should rethink mine. <laughs> so so I, I, really I, well. So I, yeah, I'm very happy, you know, with the way she's doing. So I don't know if you know, but you know, Norman, my son, has has one in there too. So this is this is going to be interesting. It's a dream come true. I actually ran into him this morning. Got a quick hug. Okay. <laughs> Hadn't seen good. him for a while. Good. So you're running against each other. We are. He's. I think I'm four, oh, he's four and I'm five, or vice versa, but, um, yeah, it's a dream come true, you know, and um, I, they were asking me, you know, if it comes to the wire, who do you, you know, if the knows who do you want to win, and I, I said, well, I want to get beat, but, um, if, you know, if we win, it would be a great, um, I mean, Team Cassie would be very excited, and, but if my Norman wins, I think it will be extremely emotional. So I'm very proud of him. So uh, we'll see. It's generations, isn't it? It's generations. And I'm With gonna, your dad and right. And then I've got my grandson's gonna. He told me he goes, Grandpa, if you win, I could be famous because he's coming. And I said. Okay, so he's going to walk over with us, and I'll make sure he gets some. He thinks if he's on TV, he's famous, so we're going to let him get a little TV. Uh, What's his name? How old Landon. is he? Landon. He's 10, I believe, 10 or 11. What a great experience. Yeah, so he's coming. They live here in Louisville, so. Oh, that's special. Yeah. Oh, that's really, oh, my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about post position. Not a bad spot to be in there. You know, no, it's a good spot. Um, the post position going a mile and an eighth here at Churchill is very important. Outside, you're at a big, big disadvantage. You know, our biggest deal, four or five, it, it, it's just got to have a little luck. Any post position is not good if you break that. So, so we need to break good, and um, we're going to try to, my plan and hopes is to be somewhere mid-tack, not be so aggressive early. We were we were a little more aggressive with her last time than I, I think she wants to be. So we have a new pilot, Joel Rosario, pretty good, yeah. won the Belmont for us. So uh, 
we're excited. Yeah, I mean, I should be now. After the meal, I should be to Ocala for a little bit. Got a nice rest. I think you visited her. I did. Um, loved that visit. It was fantastic. Um, she's had a rest. Got back into training and racing. She's really progressed. How do you think she's matured since uh, the juvenile races to now? She's definitely grown. I just looked at her. Yeah, she's, wow. She's definitely. She's don't you think? Oh yeah. She's much bigger and stronger. Um, we just watched the vet check her over and jog her, and wow, I was like, yeah. yeah, so um, she's going to get her in summer, and she really, you know, looking at the race, I think she just needs to run a little better than she did in the Breeders' Cup, and that would put her right there, so uh, everything <laughs> since the Breeders' Cup, this, this tomorrow is, is what we've trained and planned for, so uh, we'll see whether we get it right or not. Love it. Wonderful, wonder wheel. And wonderful O'Palas, Mark Passing. You always love Stilton. Hall of Fame trainer, Canada, and the USA. Can't think of anybody who deserves it more. Love Mark Passing. For the horse Stilton, Louisa Barton at Churchill Downs. And now we have Bo Yates, a diehard Larson Hay customer. And Darth Vader was fed plenty of Larson Hay and got strong and ran a great race and ran a fifth in the Kentucky Oaks, making her the fifth best horse in female horse in the world. Female horse. Yes, had to add that in there. So here's Bo. Louisa Barton here with Michael Yates at Churchill Downs. So we're at the barn of Dorf Vader. She's the Florida bred. We're very excited about her. She started her training with Gail Woods in Ocala. We love Gail Woods and what her and her team do with horses. And I don't think it'd be in better hands right now uh, here than with Michael and his team at Churchill. Just a few minutes before they take off uh, for their big, exciting race in the Oaks today. I'm going to have Michael just give us a quick rundown uh, of how she's doing. Michael, share with us, or, or Bo, as you're known, share with us just a little bit about how she's been training here and how well she's settled in. She seems very nice and relaxed right now. She, she's been doing really well. She, she shipped up from Gulfstream and uh, we did all of her heavy work down there and uh, shipped up like nine days before the race. She's gone out galloping good energy every day and she's eating good, doing well. We're excited to go give it a whirl. So Wonder Wheel, tough competition, right? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> they are the best fillers in the country, that's uh, absolutely for sure. She seems very nice and calm and like she has a great demeanor, very happy, settled in. Uh, is that her normal personality? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. She gets a little high strung sometimes, but she keeps herself composed. She has to work at composing herself, but I've um, been really happy with her. Now there's some nice hay here uh, behind us. Got to get a quick shout out here for what you feed. <laughs> well, and when I'm in Florida, <laughs> I feed Larson hay. <laughs> now you're um, you're down south a lot in the Miami area. Do you, yes. How do you get Larson hay down there? I, actually, I buy the hay in Ocala, and um, I have a farm, Shady Brook Farm in Ocala, and uh, a year-round operation at Gulfstream. And I haul my own hay from Larson down there about every two, two and a half weeks. I'm going anyways. So, um, and you're particular, it. right? I, I am a little <laughs> particular. So I load the hay up, and that's that way we have good, consistent hay all the time. Incredible. Well, listen, I don't want to keep you. I know you got to go, but you got important things to do. But we're excited to have a Florida bred in the Oaks. We're excited to have a friend in the Oaks. 
Uh, we're excited to have a grad from Gale Woods as well. That's all Absolutely. good as well. So uh, thank you so much for taking this time with us. Thank you so much. Here with Michael Bo Yates, and we are at Churchill Downs with Dorf Vader right behind us. And we're very excited for this Florida bred. Uh, she's a heck of a horse, and you know what? She's a champion and a winner to be in this race, uh, regardless of what happens. But we'd like to see her in the winner's circle. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show segment of the horse talk show for this week brought to you by palm chevrolet your hometown chevy experience thank you to larson farms our television broadcast sponsor idaho's finest alfalfa guess what time it is it's time for pete's horsemanship tip of the week dance and pete's tip of the week brought to you by complimentary horsemanship i'm really good all right my tip of the week is lightness versus softness. So a lot of people talk about lightness. Lightness is external. Softness is internal. So I got this from Mark Rashid, a famous horseman. He says that if it, you go do things light with your horse, that's the external part. But inside yourself, you're going, this horse better go or I'm going to do this. or And you're mad at him. Then you're not soft inside. Or... If you're not very light and you're hard on them going fast and doing stuff like that, but inside you're going, oh, I love him and he can take his time and he doesn't have to do it. It's okay. I can all that. You're soft inside. 
So you should be light and soft when you're doing your horses. So light with your hands or your legs and then soft meaning, okay, let me help you instead of let me get your, you know, going right there. So you want to be soft and light. Makes sense. Horses feel everything you feel. Yes, ma'am. So even if you have a bad day or bad attitude, they pick up on that. So very important. Good tip of the week. Now, just because we want you to do well with your horses, we also want you to be healthy. So we have a tip of the week from Reboot Self-Care Center. Here's Fabian. Hi, I'm Fabian Ronick with Reboot Self-Care Center. And here's your tip of the day. If you have those late night cravings for sugar and you know you're gonna have a snack that's probably not the best for you, what you can do is have six to eight ounces of water, drink it all down at once, and then have a handful of nuts. And if within 10 minutes you still crave the sugar, then I would be surprised. So your body's asking for the sugar for a reason. So when you have a good fat that you put in instead, as that's gonna help that curve that craving and give your body what's asking for because most likely it's missing something that's why you have that sugar craving so that's a good tip for you is a glass of water and a handful of nuts or a scoop of peanut butter for example and see if you can curve that craving Pete said so how do I eat my ice cream (laughs) if I'm taking nuts and drinking water Isaac our show producer and editor says he's done it and it works so the word of Fabian is spreading fast and effective so thank you reboot can we eat your ice cream with it (laughs) pete and the ice cream so speaking of miracles um i've got a miracle to share with you while i was away at the kentucky derby my family four-legged family stayed with the ocala dog ranch and neil and claire and they worked with them and worked with place and very interestingly enough kind of makes sense lucy works for food aslan works for love so um interesting different personalities you know old chubby chubby mama here um who who loves food aslan just wants to be told good boy but this video is claire walking them together for the first time and not being like pulled all over the place and yanked around and I was really impressed with this this is the first walk together and that's what I struggle with I can actually walk them separately just fine not just fine but not bad (laughs) Um, and I've come a long way walking them individually with them listening stopping staying sitting and all of that Um, and and that's actually been very worked very well with repetition and consistency but together they're wild so seeing this is just amazing claire walking both of them and they're very calm but the overwhelming miracle is of course they were very excited to see me when i picked them up naturally because they hadn't seen me for over a week but um when i got home they waited in the truck for me to give them permission to unload They did not pull me up the pathway. When they started to get a little bit excited as we got closer to the house, and I told them to sit and stay, and they did patiently. When I got to the front door, I told them to sit and stay, and they did patiently. They didn't bolt in the door. They didn't pull me or yank me. So I'm in training too, but I just want to say thank you 
to Neil and Claire and to Woo-hoo. Ocala Dog Ranch. And if you have a dog that you need to board when you're away, they're not going to get more love. I mean, I get photos and videos and Neil tells me how much he loves my dogs and I know that he really does. And that means a lot when I'm away because it's a lot. You know, you're away and you're already worried about them. And when you don't have to worry and you know that they're loved and they're having a blast and they're galloping across the fields and and now look at this getting lessons too and that's so mental exercise that's what people don't realize is just because your dog's running around doesn't mean he's mentally exhausting himself well I'm just I'm so proud of them and I'm so thankful um, because they've really really come a long way and they're they're better dogs for it and they love going there already they're so happy and excited to go Um, pleased to see me but to have just all of that that's fantastic. So I just want to say thank you so much, and I just want to. And Neil was a lot. Neil was a lot of fun having him on the show. He I know. Was, I told behind him behind the scenes in. was even better because oh, yeah. he said some things we can't repeat on air that were pretty funny. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, he's a hoot, and he's such a good friend to me. I'm so grateful. So uh, thank you so much, Ocala Dog Ranch. I can't give you a better personal endorsement or a bigger thank you. And I have another thank you. And that is to my dear friend, Olivia Fuller from Crystal Cryo, who took care of my cat and my donkeys and my mini while I was gone and did a fantastic job. And, then, <laughs> and your cat is very loud. I called Olivia and all yeah. I heard was, <laughs> She's probably the mad. Time. She's mad because she wanted to go out and she wasn't allowed to go out while I was gone. And then Kim Smith and Sergio and Betsy, who took care of my Mustang. Thank you all. Um, because being gone for that long when you have a four-legged family to take care of, is it's a lot. And it's great to know that I can... Uh, I can trust people and um, it's nice to have those kind of people I say that about Sue my working student all the time I'm like I'm so glad I love Sue so glad I have Sue because there's no better yeah this is true so uh, and thank you to Betsy for putting up with me for nine days on the road Uh, that's (laughs) a lot that that would be a lot (laughs) I I had several um, laughing and crying fits um, you know just because you know moments of like laughing so hard I cried and moments that I told her sad things that made me cry and she just put up with it all so uh, and all the running around at the derby and early mornings you know up at four o'clock in the morning at the track and then oh that sounds know. like fun oh yeah it is it's <laughs> it's early if you want to see the action you better be there early you're not going to see it so uh, but it's definitely definitely worth it thank you again to all the sponsors who helped to make it possible for us to bring the Ocala Marion oh. County and surrounding area yes and lip chip Go um, Lip Chip. Yeah, go, go Lip, Lip Chip. Lip Chip was actually the sponsor of the Jock Tales event, and it was so cool to be in there with the, in the Jock Tales event with the whole wall. And I have a photo of it um, with, with Lip Chip plastered across it, and I got a great group picture of everybody right under that Woo-hoo! sign. So I'll share that on social media. You go, can, Brad. Yep, you can find us uh, on social media at the Horse Talk Show. I'll make sure I post that. Um, so you can see it because uh, it was really it was really cool to have Brad visit and have dinner with him and and catch up on uh, on Lip Chip's adventures. So I wonder how much I should charge him for that. <laughs> A big fee, I think. Dancing Put it on my should shirt. go to the Derby next oh, year. Oh gosh, we've been Lip talking. Chip. Yeah, the cowboy hats can be there, right? That's right. <laughs> That's good. We got to wrap it up for this week. Um, we'll have another great show for you the same time next week. Thanks, Pete, for all you did holding down Thank the fort. You. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around. Till the same time next week. See ya.